What is good? Welcome. I'm excited to be here. I hope you are as excited as I am because I cannot wait to share what God has given me. If you can, turn with me to Exodus 14, chapter 10. 14, chapter 10. Get your iPads out, your Bibles, your, your e-pads, your Android. I don't know if you got your notebook. Just get them out and we're going to read through what the Lord has for us. And I'm going to read it from the NLT version. It reads like this. As Pharaoh approached, the people of Israel looked up and panicked. They looked up and panicked. They saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord and said to Moses, Why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? What, why, why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, Leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Somebody, if you're in your room, just tap your neighbor or just say out loud, the Lord will fight for you. Just stay calm. Then verse 15 says, then the Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff, raise your hand over the sea, divide the water so that the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. Verse 17 says, Now I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will charge in after the Israelites. My great glory will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariots and charioteers. When my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. If I had to pick a topic or a title for this Sunday, it would be, don't worry, the Lord fights for me. I said, don't worry, the Lord fights for me. And if I had to pick a subtopic, it would be this, the importance of moving forward. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for this time. I pray, God, that it's less of me and God on all of you, Father God. Even though we're a virtual God, I pray that we can still experience your goodness. We can still experience your grace, still experience your love, still experience your hope. God, we put our trust and our hope in you, Father God. The only reason we're able to wake up this morning, God, because you allowed us to wake up, Father God. Thank you, God. Let open up our eyes to see how good you are to us, God. And I pray, God, that I'm going to serve you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I just want to spend a few moments this morning talking about the importance of moving forward, the importance of moving forward. During this whole pandemic or this whole lockdown we got going on, um, me and my family have been playing a few, uh, playing a few games. We played this game called Boggle, we played this game called Old Maid, and we played this game called Candyland. Now, in this game called Candyland, all four of us get a game piece. And there's cards that, that we have to pull in order to go to the next step. So once you pull the card, if you pull a green card, you move to the green spot. If you pull a red card, you move to the red spot. If you pull a blue card, you move to the blue spot. The object of the game is to keep moving forward. That's the whole point of the game. So I won, I won the game, actually, when we played with my family because I understood what it means to move forward. In order to keep, in order to win, win or be where I need to be at, I have to keep moving forward. I think many of us can relate in life that we want to progress. We want to get better. We want to do better. We want to say right now we're better than we are right now than we were five years ago. We want to continue to progress and get better as we move and walk out through life. 
I believe as Christians, we, we, we have to get better. I don't believe we're called to be motionless. We, I don't believe we're called to just sit here and not do anything. But I believe that, that we should progress in life. As we go out life, we should constantly be progressing, progressing in faith, progressing in hope. Progressing in love, progressing in loving one another, progressing in our relationship with God, progressing in the gifts that God has given us. We should constantly be progressing in what God wants us to progress in. Philippians 3 um, and 13 said, Paul puts it like this. No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it. I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past, looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. Paul is telling us that he that there's a mark set out for us, that there, there's some things, that there's some goals that God has for us, and we have to constantly move and, and progress towards those goals. We have to constantly be in the in the action, be in the um, be in that place to progress where God wants us to be at. We have to constantly be moving. We must move forward. We must move forward. If we look back at the text today, we're looking at what's going on. We're talking about the children of Israel. We're talking about the children of Israel. What's going on is that these people are have been enslaved for around 400 years. I know that's a long, that's a long time. To be enslaved for 400 years. God delivered, delivered the children of Israel. And now they are walking toward what God has called out for them. The will of God is that they move forward. But their current situation has them stuck in a situation where it seems like their back are against the wall. They are they they are walking to they're walking to what God has for them, but they are faced with a challenge. They are walking to what God wants wants for them, but they are faced with a challenge. They are walking toward what with the the, the promises of God, but they are faced with a challenge. Just because we walk toward the promises of God doesn't mean we won't, we won't be faced with challenges. They are walking toward the promise of God, and they must move forward. They are in a situation where it's getting hot and it's getting loaded. Somebody say, uh-oh. It's getting hot and loaded because now they have God has delivered them from Egypt, and they're walking toward the promise. What they come to find out is that the arm, that when, as they're walking toward the promise, there's this army that's behind them and a body of water that's in front of them. And they feel like they are, and they feel like they are stuck and it seems like their backs are against the wall, and it seems like things are crashing down on them. I think we can relate. We can relate in life right now that the coronavirus is going out. There's fights in politics. There's um people are, are are getting sick. The coronavirus numbers are going up. The economy is crashing. People are losing their jobs. People are finding unemployment. The unemployment rate, like I think, at fourteen percent right now. And it feels like our back might be against the wall because we are faced with a challenge right now. But I come here to tell you that the Lord will fight for you. But you must move forward. You must move forward. You must move forward. I know it can feel frustrating, but you must move forward. I know it hurts, but you must move forward. I know it must. It might be tough, but you must move forward. And the only reason you're going to move forward is God is going to give you this. God will give you the strength to move forward. The fact of the matter is that we are in hard times. And if we are being honest with ourselves, we can't we can find it hard sometimes to move forward. We get frustrated. We find it hard sometimes to move forward. I got a little story I want to tell you. Um, Last year, by this time, I was actually graduating 
from college. It was my grad through my it was my graduation weekend, and I was super duper excited. This was a celebratory time. People are joyful. People are happy. People are just excited. You know what I'm saying? Because like people are graduating. So as we're walking to the parking lot, and I hear this man screaming, saying this. He's I'm about to bust through these trees. I'm about to bust through these trees. Yes, y'all. He's in the car like this, y'all. And I'm walking. He's I'm about to bust through these trees. And me now looking back at that situation, should I call the FBI? Should I call the campus police? Should I call the, the security guard? Should I call somebody to come get this man? Because he was going crazy saying, I'm, I need to, I'm about to bust through these trees. So I look up and see the man that's in this car and I see why his frustration was coming. I see why his anger was coming. I see why he felt like he wanted to bust through some trees. Now, I know that sounds crazy because if you bust through some trees, you're going to break the windshield or something like that. But she was so frustrated because he was stuck in traffic. He had cars all in front of him. He had all these cars. He, he was backed up and he was frustrated because the cars in front of him in front of him were not moving. They were stagnant. They were not moving forward. And he was so frustrated to the point that he said, I'm about to bust through these trees because I feel stuck in this situation. He feels stuck behind the cars and he said, I can't take it no more. I'm about to bust through the tree. Now, I know that seems crazy, but I think we can feel like that sometimes too in life, that we're stuck in situations. We feel like we're not moving forward. We feel like we're not going after what we need to go after, and we just feel stuck. And I'm, and we're saying, man, I'm about, I'm just about to bust through these trees. Or I know y'all been stuck before or been in traffic. Have you ever, I know a few months ago, we were standing in line for them Popeye chicken sandwiches. And you know, you were stuck in the, you were stuck outside in the street. And, and in your head, you're probably thinking, man, I just want to move forward. I'm tired of being stuck in that line. Or have you ever been in the DMV on a Saturday morning and you had to pull a ticket and you had to wait in that long line? You just feel stuck. You're just saying to yourself, I need to move forward. I need them to call my name. I must move forward. I must move forward. You're probably looking at the economy right You're probably looking at the economy right now. You're looking at the coronavirus right now, probably. And you find yourself frustrated because we want to move forward in what God has for us by our current situation seems impossible. We want to move and towards what God has for us, but our current situation seems impossible. And in, in our text, in our reading, our scripture for the day, we can see the frustration of the children of Israel. Verse 10 says this, as Pharaoh approached the people of Israel, looked up and they panicked when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord and said to Moses, why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Why have you, why have you, what have you done to us? Why did you make us leave Egypt? If we're being honest, the children of Israel are in real danger right now. You have to think about their circumstance right now. These are people, they just, they, they have just been free from slavery. They're probably thinking, yeah, we're free. We're good to go. And now they face another challenge. As they're being free, a few, uh, probably not too long later, the army, the, there's an army that's chasing them down and that wants to capture them and bring them back into slavery. They probably feel like, what in the world? This is crazy. Not only is there an army behind them, but there's a body of water in front of them. Where are they going to go? What are they going to do? You, if you go backwards, you get captured. You, what, are you going to swim? What, what are you going to do? They are stuck in the spot, and they don't know how they're going to get out. They are in real danger. And also, what they do, they end up crying out to God, and they, they begin to cry out to God. I believe sometimes that we go through circumstances in life, we go through trials, 
and tribulation in life that bring us closer to a, closer to God. So they begin to cry out to God and say, God, they begin to cry out. And after they start crying out to God, they start complaining. Isn't that kind of like us? We go pray to God and then two days later, we start complaining about the situation. But we, we cry, we say, God, I need you to help me. But we still complain about it. We're still trying to take it, take it in our own hands. But I believe that God wants us to, to, cry, to cry out to him, but believe that he's able to do what he will do. I know there's times where I, where I complain, where, and, I, and I know I need to be better. What, I, what I've come to find out is this very fact, that negative talk, complaining, negative murmuring, murmuring will never help my situation. Let me say that one more time. Negative talk, complaining, and murmuring will never help my situation. The Israelites said this, leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better to be a slave in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. I think sometimes we complain and we don't understand what we're saying. Look what they're saying, y'all. They said we would rather be, look, they created wild. They said, let us leave us alone. Leave us alone. Let us be slaves. Let you be slaves. God has delivered you. God has brought you out of slavery. God has brought you to another place. God has brought you to a new dimension. You want to go back to where you were, were at? No, God wants God wants more for you. God wants you to move forward. Why would you want to go back? And now you're now you're vocalizing your complaint, but you need to vocalize vocalize not complaint, but vocalize your positivity in the air. See that God informed me that God will fight for me. That's what I need to believe. God wanted to bring them into something new and freedom from slavery, but they insisted on the fact that they were far better where they're at than where they needed to needed to be. My first point this morning is this. If I want to move forward, I have to stop complaining. Come on. That's good, Bible. That's good right there. That's good right there. I said, if I want to move forward, I have to stop complaining. I got to stop being so negative. I got to be being so just complaining, complaining, complaining. I, if I don't want to move forward, I need to stop complaining. I need to stop complaining. And so Moses is, now, Moses is the leader of the Israelites, right? And he hears the complaints of all these people that, he, that, he, that, he, that he's leading. Moses is leading them. Moses is like the leader. So they're still, they still have the army behind them, and they still have a body of water in front of them. But Moses is like the leader of all these people. And Moses hears the complaints, and this is what Moses responds. He says this. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today, you see that they will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. You just stay calm. You just stay calm. You just stay calm. I don't know who I'm talking to this morning, but I want to, I want to encourage you and tell you that stay calm. I don't know what circumstance you're in. I don't know what battle you're facing. I don't know what things are trying to come against you. But I want to encourage you to say, stay calm because the Lord fights for you. Come on. Stay calm because the Lord fights for you. Moses, is probably, I'm thinking Moses is like, I know you see the body of water. I know you see what's in front of you. I know you see that situation. I know you see that storm. I know you see that, that circumstance. I know what you see. 
But I know, but I know that you're, I, we're going to still move forward. I know that there's an army behind this. I know there's water in front of us. I know it looks impossible. I know it looks like how am I going to get out of this situation? But I want to encourage you that you can still move forward and the Lord will fight for you. Do I have anybody that knows that the Lord will fight for you? I said the Lord will fight for you. And I'm telling, I think we're like that today. That we have to be in our mind, we have to know that I'm I have to move forward. I'm gonna move forward. I know I don't no matter what negative thing comes and goes, I'm still gonna move forward. I'm still gonna press into what God has for me. I'm still gonna execute you. I'm still gonna walk in my calling. I'm still gonna walk walk in what God has for me. I will walk in what God has for me because I have to move forward. I'm telling you, you have to be move, move forward. The Lord. And you have to move, be moved forward and you have to tell yourself, I will not be held back. I won't be held back by depression. I won't be held back by my doubts. I won't be held back by negative fears. I won't be held back by the haters. I won't be held back by what they, what they, what they, what the mean people say about me. I won't be held back by the media. I won't be held up, held back by the, by the news. I must move forward. I must get, I'm, I will not be held by any negative devices. I have to move forward and not be held back. I'm determined I will move forward. And you know why? Because, and the only reason I'm going to move forward in this season is because the Lord fights for me. If they try to slap me, I'm moving forward. If they try to steal my parking spot when I'm trying to drive in that parking spot, and they know I'm right there. They see my car and they just, just drive their car right in front of me. I'm still moving forward. When I'm in line at the at the Harris Teeter, at the, at the Walmart, and they try to cut me in line, I'm still moving forward. It don't matter. I'm still moving forward. They can talk about me, but I'm still moving forward. In this, in this scripture, we see the confidence of Moses. Moses combat, Moses combat, Moses combat the complaints with positive, positive speaking, backed by the Lord. I need a friend like Moses. I need, so that every time I want to start complaining, every time I want to start saying some negative talk, I need somebody to speak, to combat my negative talk with the word of God. I'm not in lack. God will supply all my needs. I'm a, I might be sad, but God is my comforter. I will come combat the complaint, my negative complaint with the word of God. Come on. I have everything I need. God fights my battles. That's how we combat the, the negative talk. For, that's how we combat negative talk with the, with the word of God. We have to combat negative talk with the word of God. I'm more than a conqueror through Christ Jesus. You have to get, get you some scripture, get you some verse and just rehearse them, meditate on them and believe that God will come through for you. This is why I believe it's important to watch what you say. It's important to watch what you say. How many, how many times do we do this? I've come to find out the only, the only way we will progress in this season, in the all seasons of our lives, is by depending on the strength of God. Because if we're being honest, we can't do it by ourselves. I just want to tell I just want to tell you you don't you don't have to do it by yourself. God is here for you. Moses told the children to stand still because I think sometimes we just doing way too much. We just we we just doing way too much. I think just stand still, just chill out. Tap your tap your neighbor, your virtual neighbor, and just say just chill out, just chill out. You just need to chill out. You, you're doing too much. You're wasting too much energy, wasting too much time with the wrong people. You need to just stay calm and just chill. Come on. I believe, you, like I said, we just need to stay calm and chill. Because I think sometimes, we, like I said, we're doing too much. We try to make moves on our own, and it didn't work. 
Come on. If we can be honest, we tried to do things on our own before. We tried to make some moves on our own. We said, yeah. Because I want to be, to be honest with you, I wanted to be an NBA, an NBA player. You know what I'm saying? I thought I was okay. You know, I was okay. I wasn't, I wasn't the best. I wasn't the best, but I think I was, I was okay. You know what I'm saying? That, that, was, that wasn't the will of the Lord for my life. And I think sometimes we're trying to make moves. We're trying to make connect. We're trying to do too much. And God just saying, just stay calm. I'm going to fight for you. Stay calm. I got you. Stay calm. You don't have to worry because God's going to fight your battles for you. God's going to fight your battles for you. Woo. And he would, what, what do you, let's not, let, let's not waste our energy by not relying on God's strength. But let's rely on God's strength so, the, so he can propel us forward. Why, 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 we, why can't we just stay still and watch the creator of heaven and earth? Why don't we, why we just watch him fight for us? Stay calm and watch the creator of heaven and earth fight for you. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 through 6 says this. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your path. He'll make straight your path. I know you've been trying to do it on your own. I know you probably exerted a lot of energy trying to make your own way, make your own moves. But I believe what the word of God says that if we trust in the Lord all our heart and not lean to our own understanding, and all and not lean to our own understanding, but in all we acknowledge him, he'll make your path straight. When you think he'll make your path straight. When you don't know what to do, he'll make your path straight. When you don't know what option to take, he'll make your path straight. When you we don't you want to know what to do when you're you're tied up, you're locked down in the pandemic, he'll make your path straight. But we have to lean not to our own understanding, but lean, but acknowledge him in all that we do. We must we just trust in the Lord with all our heart. Trust in the Lord with all our heart. When I when they say stay, when he Moses told the children of Israel to stay calm in this time where they are pressed, when they have an army army behind them and a body of water in front of them, he's saying, just stay calm. Just trust the Lord. God got you. Moses understands the fact that he, that he must move forward. That, yeah, I see the army, but I must move forward. It looks impossible, but I must move forward. I know what y'all are seeing. I know what it may look like, but I must move forward. I must move forward. I must move forward. I must move forward. He understands that it won't be on his own strength that he moves forward. It won't be by his own might that he moves forward. It won't be by his own muscles that he moves forward. But the only way he will move forward in this season is by trusting and believing the strength of God. By trusting and believing the strength of God is the only way you're going to move forward in this season. He's, and he says this, y'all. He says, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. He said this, y'all. The Lord will fight for you. All you need to do is stay calm. All you need to do is chill out. I looked at, I looked at the definition of calm and it says this. Calm is an is absence of motion or disturbance. Freedom from disturbance or agitation. Stillness, quiet, serenity. That what calm is. Calm is I'm not trying to figure my own way out. Calm is not saying I'm trying to do it on my own way. But common saying, I'm going to believe what God says. 
Karma is saying that God will get me through. Karma is saying that God will, will propel me to where I need to be at. Karma is saying that I'm tired of doing it. My, I'm not doing it my own way no more. I'm going to relax and I'm going to trust and depend on God. You've been trying to do too much by yourself and you're, and you're, and you're losing energy. You're, doing, you're, doing, you're trying to do too much by yourself and you're getting tired. You wonder why, you wonder why, why you're so tired and like you can't go further. But I'm telling you, in this season, you need to stay calm and allow God to fight your battles for you. Allow God to fight your battles for you. So what you're saying, Randall, it sounds really good, brother. It sounds really good. So you're saying this. There's an army behind me. A body of water in front of me. And I need to stay calm. You're saying that the economy is crashing. People are losing their jobs. The coronavirus cases are going up. They're fighting the politics. Things aren't looking well. I thought I had I thought I had that job, but coronavirus came up. I thought I'd be going to that country, but coronavirus came up. Things happen. And you're looking around, you're saying, How can I stay calm in this season? How can I stay calm in this season? I'm telling you, the only reason you're gonna be able to stay calm is by trusting and believing the word of God. Trusting and believing that God will carry you through. My second point this morning is this, y'all. In order to move forward, I need to stay calm. In order to move forward, I need to stay calm. In order to move forward, I need to stay, stay calm. I believe that being calm means I trust in his ability, not my own ability, but I trust that God is going to do it for me. What, what God is going to fight for me. And he's gonna fight the battle for me. He's gonna fight the fight whatever trying to come up against me right now. If it's negative thoughts, if it's depression, if it's people trying to talk about me, if it's low self-esteem, if it, if it's anger, whatever they're trying to come up to come up against me, I believe that the Lord will fight for you. And I don't know what your battle is today, or what you're facing on today, or what you're facing on this weekend. But I want to tell you this. I want your first step to believe. I want your first step to be is to believe that God is able to deliver you. God is able to deliver you. I don't know what you face. I don't know what you go through day by day, but I want to encourage you that God will fight for you and God is able to deliver you. Verse 15, it says this, y'all. Why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. Pick up your staff, raise your hand over the sea, Divide the water so that Israelites can walk through in the middle of the sea on dry ground. Y'all, I love this part of the scripture because God is telling Moses, why are you crying out to me? Why are you crying out to me? He says this. The verse says, why are you crying out to me? Tell Moses to get, tell Moses, no, tell the people to get moving. Tell the people to keep moving forward. Keep going ahead. Keep going straight. I know you see water. You need to keep on going. I know you see the difficulty, but you need to keep on going. I know you see the circumstance, but you need to keep on going. Because God is fighting for me. God is fighting for me. And God tells us this. I love it, y'all. Why are you crying out to, why are you crying out to me? Tell the people to get moving. So even though there's an army behind me and a body of water in front of me. Where am I going to go, y'all? I look back. 
and it's the army coming to get me. I look forward in this body of water. Even when you see those things that look impossible, you still need to move forward. It might not make sense to you, but if God tells you to move, then it's time for you to move. The Bible tells us this. Isaiah 55, chapter 55, verse 8 through 9. For my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Y'all, God could be telling some stuff you like, Lord, how's that gonna happen? It's not up, it's not it's not really up for us to decide how it's gonna happen. If God says it's gonna happen, then I'm just gonna trust God that He's gonna that trust God that He's gonna do what He's gonna do. If he, if it seems crazy or it seems far fetched, oh well, I'm still going. Cause I believe that God is able to do it. I've I, I come to realize that moving forward, moving forward is not dependent on shaky circumstances or storms. Moving forward is dependent on relying on the Lord to fight for you. It didn't matter what bad was surrounding them, what was coming to get the children of Israel. But when God tells you to move forward, you know what you do? You move forward. Not only that, but the Lord had already equipped Moses with this staff. God says this. Pick up your staff and raise your hand over the sea. Divide the water so the Israelites can walk through the middle of the sea on dry ground. Moses had a staff. What you got? Moses had a staff. What do you have? Moses has a staff, but you might have some faith. Moses has a staff, but you might have some peace. Moses had a staff, but you might have some love. Moses had a staff, but you might have some joy. Moses had a staff, but you, you might have some, like, like, like I said, peace. And my thing I want you to do is, you might have, or you might have some trust. I'm here to tell you to pick up whatever God has gave you and move forward. I don't know what all God has given, God, what God has given you, all God has given you, but I want to encourage you to pick up the gift of God, pick up what God is giving you, and I need you to move forward. I need you to move forward. I know you got some faith, move forward. I know you got some peace, move forward. I know you got some joy, move forward. Because you know why he knows you, why you have this? Because he gave it to you. He gave you peace. He gave you joy. He gave you what you needed. And he said, now I need you to pick it up and move forward. A partnership, pick it up and move forward. I don't know what you have one today. Whatever God has given you, whatever gift that God has placed in your heart, I need you to pick up those things. Pick it up and move forward. Pick it up and move forward, which is my third point. You need to learn how to pick it up and to move forward. Verse 17 says, and I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they will charge it after my Israelites, and after, and after the Israelites. My great world will be displayed through Pharaoh and his troops, his chariot and his charioteers. My, when my glory is displayed through them, all Egypt will see my glory and know that I am the Lord. I think this is a very important, I think it's very important right now. I think it's a very important um, important verse because I think we, we, need, we need not, let's not, let's, let's not get lost in our situation. Let's not get lost in the stalks, but let us, let us honestly believe and have faith. And remember that God God should get the glory. Out of our situations, God should get the glory. Out of our circumstances that we, that we might face, God should get the glory. God will get the glory. It's not about me, me, me. 
is about him, him, him. That is who, that's who we serve. That is who, who delivers us. That, that is who, who saves us. It's God. And that is why we don't get the glory. He gets the glory. So in spite of, in, in, in spite of your situation, in spite of your circumstance, I want I want God to get the glory out of what's going on in my life. I might be beat down. I might be tied up. I might be chained. I might be broken. I might, be, I might feel hopeless. But I want God to get the glory. And I want them to say that God gave you hope. God gave you peace. God gave you rich. God gave you assurance. God I give you faith because God, I want God to get the glory. God gets the glory. God gets the glory. Not me. Not me. But all of him. And this whole, I think this whole message is about God will fight for you. But remember, y'all, that he gets the glory at the end of the day because he's doing it. He's doing the work. We're not, we're not doing it. He's doing the work. And this is my point. My point was that God gets the glory. I think the fact of the matter is that oftentimes in the mo- in moments of life, we are faced with questions. We choose, we choose victory or defeat. Are you going to choose faith or fear? Will you choose worry or courage? Are you going to try to fight your own battles in life? Or will you, or will you just let the Lord who created you fight your battles for you? That's the question that we have. That is that what that's what's going on right now. Are we just gonna sit are we gonna just gonna sit back? Are we just gonna sit back and are we just gonna sit back and just let God fight for us? Or are we gonna just try to take do it our own or try to fight on our own? We can't, y'all. We have to depend and trust on God. Here are four takeaways from my message today. If you got a notebook, write them down. If you got a pen and paper, write it down. I hope you can take this away with you today. I, I believe it will bless you. My first point was this. If I want to move forward, I need to stop complaining. I need to stop complaining if I'm going to move forward. So all the negative talk, all the negative murmuring I've been doing has to cease. I need to move forward, so I need to stop complaining. Instead of complaining, replace my complaints with the word of God. Replace my complaints with positive speaking. I cannot complain, negative complain anymore. I need to make the decision Two, move forward and stop complaining. Step two is this. I need to, I need to stay calm. I just need to chill out because I've been doing too much, wasting too much energy, doing just doing way too much, y'all. And what we have to do is this. We need to stay calm and just wait on the Lord. Stay calm, relax. You've been doing too much. You're tired. You can't fight like that for real. You're not good. But you just need to stay calm. Just stay calm and let the Lord fight for you. I know things look, I think look rough. Things look tough right now. But I want you to do this. Let the Lord fight for you. You just stay calm. You just stay calm. Philippians chapter 4, verse 6 and 7 says this. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God will surpass the all understanding, will, all understanding will guard your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. Have you ever been in a situation where you felt where you knew it was God that gave you peace, that it was crazy stuff going around you, crazy stuff happening around you, but you knew that God was giving you peace in that circumstance, in that certain situation. I believe that God will give you peace and what and wherever you're going through. God will give you peace if you trust and believe in Him. My next point is pick it up and move forward. Whatever God has given you, you need to pick it up and move forward. Pick it up and move forward. Pick it up and move forward. I don't know what get it might be peace. It might be 
helping people. It might be loving on people. It might be hope. It might. It could be a lot of things. But whatever God has given you, He put in your heart. I need you to pick that, pick it up, and you need to move forward. Pick it up and move forward. If it's faith, pick it up and move forward. If it's, if it's healing, pick it up and move forward. If it's helping people out, pick it up and move forward. If it's service, pick it up and move forward, y'all. We can move forward because the Lord is going to fight our battles. We just need to pick up what he gave us and move forward. And my last point is this. Remember, God should get the glory out of our situation. It's not me, 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 but it's all about him. Remember, God gets the glory. So I know it might seem tough, but I believe that God will deliver us and that he will get the glory. Move forward in prayer. How, how do I practically move forward? Move forward in praying. Pray more. Pray to God. God loves you. He wants he want to talk to you. He wants to speak with you. He loves you. Read your Bible. That's how we get um, insight and guide, guidance and direction. God loves you. He, he wants he want, he want to have a, relate, a relationship with you. But we have to make some action. You got to put some action behind our words. Just pick it up and move forward. Move forward in praying. Move forward in loving one another. Move forward in, in, in helping somebody else. Move forward in giving. God, we have to get out of our, our own way. And we have to learn how to move forward. I don't know who walked to them today. But I want to encourage you that it doesn't matter how bad the situation may look right now. I serve a God that provides comfort, love, support, guidance, and so much more. Just put your trust in him and believe that he will fight for you. We must keep moving forward. Keep moving forward, y'all. Because the Lord fights for you. Keep moving forward in those tough situations. Keep moving forward when things are getting rough and tough. Keep moving forward. I know what it may feel like. I know that the situation seems too tough for you. I want to encourage you that you have to pick it up and move forward. Martin Luther King said this, if you can't fly, then run. If you can't run, then walk. If you can't walk, then crawl. Whatever, whatever you do, keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. Keep moving forward. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know what things have gotten tough. But I need you to keep pushing. Keep pressing. Keep going. Keep, keep on doing what God has placed in your heart. So I got a little illustration before I get out of here, y'all. Y'all might can't see it, but I have a bike in my hand right here, a bike. I realized when I was younger that I couldn't, no, I couldn't learn how to ride a bike when I was younger. And what ended up happening is that one day, one day, I got on the bike and I began to ride it. Because I understood in order for me to ride this bike, I got to hop on it and I got to start pedaling. Every time I start pedaling, I keep moving forward. But once I stop pedaling, once I stop doing what I need to do, once I stop doing, doing the things I should be doing, I fall off. You can fall off and hurt yourself. 
But the only way to get this bike to keep on going, to keep on moving, to keep on going, to keep on keeping, to keep on trucking, you have to get on the bike, put your hands on this thing right here, get your feet on the pedals, and keep on going. Keep on moving. Keep on driving. And the only reason why you can keep on driving, not on your strength, because God fights for you. The Lord fights for me. So that's why I keep going. The Lord fights for me. That's why I keep moving. The Lord fights for me. That's why I keep on driving. And I'll continue to ride the wheel off this thing. I'll continue to ride the wheel off this thing because I know that God is able, that God is a healer, that God is a keeper, that God loves me. God wants me. And I want to encourage you to keep on moving because the Lord fights for you. Keep on moving. Keep on moving. Keep on moving. It's tough, but keep on moving. It's hard, but keep on moving. It's rough, but keep on moving. It's tight, but keep on moving. It's hard, but keep on moving. Because the Lord will fight for you. This is, not, this is not the end of the fight. Romans 5 and 8 says this, y'all. But God demonstrated his own love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. When we were messed up, when we were broken, when we were tore, when we were tore up, when we were messed up, when we were when we said we said we couldn't go any further, God was there. God is there. God is good. God is great, and God is so good. You have to keep on moving. And while while we were still sinners, God Christ Christ gave His life for us. Keep on. Moving. Oh, yes, to the crisis they gave the fight for us. Lord, the Lord is fighting for us when we, when we messed up, when we, when we messed up. When, even when some people rejected him, the Lord still fought for us. And, and if anybody is in a tough situation and you don't know or you don't understand what's going on, I want to, I want to ask you this question. I want to be the person to ask you, let the Lord guide. Let the Lord, let the Lord lead you to where you need to be at. Jesus is moving. Jesus is fighting for you. But you have to get in with the fight. Jesus will love you. Jesus will protect you. Jesus already loves you. He's keeping you. He'll give you hope. He'll give you peace. And God will make a way for you. So I don't know what you're going through, but I want to invite you in to experience the Lord love of Jesus. God is good. Jesus loves you. And I want you, everyone, to put your trust in him. If you don't know Jesus, he loves you. 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 So keep on pressing. Accept him in and say, Lord, I need you. As my savior, I need you. As my keeper, I need you. I messed up. I can't do this on my own, but I need you to come through for me, for me right now. I don't know what, how this, why this is happening, but I know, Lord, that you will get me out of this. I know, Lord, that you will keep me. Jesus, I need you. Forgive me for my sins, and I know that you have taken care of me. So with that being said, y'all, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for coming in. Thank you for visiting me, y'all. I hope you heard a word from the Lord. I hope that you're encouraged. I just want to know that Jesus, I want to let you know Jesus loves you. So if you're not saved or you want to get saved, just call out to Jesus. He loves you. He wants you. He came, he, he came, he came to die for you. Jesus came on earth to die for you and me. He wants a relationship with you and me. So don't, don't go back now. 
God, God wants you. Come on now. In conclusion, if they ever ask you, how in the world, how on earth did you get that far? How on earth did you get all the way to the end of the field? How do you get it? You tell them this. I keep moving forward because the Lord fights for me.